Break yourself, fool! Yes, listeners of the Jackson Reaction Podcast. I am here, the real Rosie J, with my host and my wonderful husband, Gene Jackson. Yay! Today we are on the way to Mississippi and figured we had some time to kill and thought we would do a little uh, podcast, you know, maybe just discussing some of the things that we've um, discovered recently this week. Which uh, for me would be Pokemon Go. Woohoo! Yay, nerds! Yay. <laughs> I can tell you're not a lover of the Pokemon. Uh, no, I'm 39 years old. It's a little past my. Time. Well, shit. I'm I'm 37, fixing to be 38, and I think it's awesome. All right. Well, you and all the other nerds can have fun with that. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I am kind of disappointed. I, I seen a Pikachu earlier when we were at Chick Fil A, and. He didn't want me. I couldn't. I couldn't catch him, and I was a little bummed out. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's neat and all that they come out with apps like that. That you know, you have to actually move, and it lets people be active while they're playing games. But I see this as being like a tremendous disaster. Like, I can just see a news story, Facebook post, or something coming up soon. Uh, <laughs> person dies from playing Pokemon Go either because they got ran over by a car uh, <laughs> walking out in the road not looking where they were going or um, they wandered into the wrong part of the ghetto and got, you know, <laughs> what most people would have as a as a drive-by, but I guess it'd be a walk-by for them. Yeah, I mean, they wander up in, in the wrong bar because they seen there's a Pokemon in there they wanted or... Uh bust up in the middle of a drug deal or something because that's where the Pokemon is they want this is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lawsuit waiting to happen for somebody's family I can just I can just see this just going so bad they probably should have put a disclaimer on the front of it when you downloaded it uh, you know not responsible for stupidity because I, I can just see people I mean there, there's already people that's posted on Facebook uh, that are friends of ours and I'm not gonna name names that last night I noticed when I was uh, going through Facebook that had loaded up in the car and had like designated a driver and they were driving around different places to find Pokemon. Well, I guess they thought it'd be a prime time to go do that. I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Oh, well, that, that wasn't the one I was talking I, that about. That was one of the ones on mine. That was like, one of the ones on I yours. I seen where uh, one of our uh, Bev Nerd friends was wandering around downtown and Gaston looking for some. I mean, Ah, whatever. I mean, that's fine. It, it, it caught on quick, because all I know is all in one day, like, my whole Facebook feed was just blown up with people playing this game. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people are getting salty about it. They're getting on there and, and being hateful and calling them nerds and this and that. But, hey, they're, they're not out uh, shooting cops or doing anything violent or wrong, so... What, what's it hurting? Let people have their damn fun. Who yeah, and, and you know, nerds are peaceful people. I mean, we, we, we're peaceful folks, yeah. you know? We just want to play our little games, catch your Pokemon, and meet new people, and make friends, and you know, it's it's nice. I mean, and it gives people a chance that otherwise wouldn't get out of the house and do jack shit on a Friday or Saturday night to get out and get a group of their friends together and go find Pokemon. You know, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Hell, oh, shit. Hey, if anybody wants to get together, go hunt Pokemon, let's go. I'll, 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 I'll be in on that. Now, are you gonna, are you going to state an obvious fact here about your state of mind during this current podcast, or are we just gonna leave that a mystery to everybody? Uh, oh, I might as well address that. Uh, and also uh, happening this week, I, I have a lovely kidney stone, uh, which if you've never had one. Oh my God! You do not know pain. Uh, I'm I'm a little cracked out on muscle relaxers right now, and uh, I get a little excitable, and, uh, and I don't vulgar, vulgar and <laughs> uh, sarcastic, and 
Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a great heel on muscle relaxers, um, which I, I I think makes for a wonderful podcast. But you know, well, we'll let y'all be the judge of that. We'll see when this <laughs> one's over. Um, yeah, uh, if kidney stones are, are no joke. This will be my third one I've suffered through. Uh, the last one I went to the emergency room. It was so bad. So. Hopefully this one I can do without the emergency room visit. Um, just maybe taking pain meds and drinking lots and lots of water. I've drunk so much lemonade, I feel like a freaking lemon. Yes, Adam Rose would not be. No, I'm not a. I'm not a rosebud by no means. I'm. I'm a. I don't know. Uh, but they. Aldo or Adolf or whatever the fuck he's calling himself <laughs> now. Yeah, that's is that that's just weird. Like. I don't. I don't get that. You have somebody that's a. It's a good character that the people like, and they enjoyed. You know the people coming out with them, and you know. And it was interesting to me every week to see him come out and see what kind of characters people were dressed up as. I mean, there was one dude dressed up as a hot dog one week. That's true. That's pretty cool. And a taco, and you know, cowboy, and you just had like the it was whole. Like one of your charm bracelets came to life. Exactly. It's one of my charm bracelets came to life, and it was awesome. And if you don't know what I'm talking about. That's these awesome little things called flash clips that you get at Michael's uh, craft stores. They have googly eyes on them. I have a taco with a mustache and a pickle with googly eyes, and it's freaking awesome. Yep. Uh, and I had these things back in the 80s, too, and I, I had a whole bunch of them. I loved them. So, like, but, yeah, I mean, you take a, you take a wrestler, you know, and just, like, everybody got behind Fandango. Like, I couldn't understand that at first, but then I got to liking the dude because everybody was doing his little dance and his music would hit. And now he comes out with uh, uh, Prince Purdy, and it's like, okay, I don't feel the same for him. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like he's just watered down. Or Even something. though you're a Tyler Breeze fan. Yeah, and I'm a Tyler, I'm a Tyler Breeze fan, man. I love Tyler Breeze and his whole uh, Zoolander-esque gimmick, but. Like, even even now, he doesn't appeal to me. It's just like they're jobbing him out, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, say, I think we're starting. We're already starting to see a trend that's going to be a problem for some of these guys where their character suits the small world of NXT, but it kind of gets lost up in, on the main roster, you know, because, I mean, the Tyler Breeze character got overgraded at NXT, not that they really ever gave him a chance to get over. I mean, because they immediately started jobbing him to Dolph Ziggler and shit like that. But I don't know. I just got a feeling that because Adam Rose was the same thing. Adam Rose was over as hell in NXT. And then within weeks, he was just, you know, gone off of Raw. And then they, they immediately, immediately started tweaking it and doing other shit with it. And then he went from being the party guy, Adam Rose, to the party pooper and all that shit. And just... I don't know, but a lot of these NXT characters, for whatever reason, aren't working once they get up on Raw. But that's a whole different podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll have to go into go into a rant on that later, I guess. Try not to throw a whole lot of wrestling into one podcast. I uh, don't mind doing that, but mostly we like to just kind of note on current topics of uh, things to show our reaction, since it is dubbed the Jackson Reaction podcast the emphasis there on reaction yeah i thought i thought thought people would understand it if i did that better and by the way just so everybody can relax i'm i'm driving yeah i'm i i can't say i hadn't been behind the wheel a little little oh oh no i have never i have never driven a car under the influence of anything anyway Okay, see yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are uh, coming up into the big town of Coleman right now. Yes. Ooh, home of the Buffalo Wild Wings, the Jim and Nicks, and the Five Guys. We we frequent here quite a bit when I have a uh, cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger binge that I'm yeah. wanting the most fabulous, awesome bacon cheeseburger. Or uh, Jim and Nicks, who has excellent cheese, little cheese muffins. Yeah, I'm thinking if we're not just tremendously poor on the way home, maybe we'll have us some Jim and Nick's or Buffalo Wild Wings on the way back through tomorrow. Oh, my Ooh. God. Tell me it's not so. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. 
That would be great. Yeah, we love food. We're fat, so that's what we do. Oh, oh well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying. Son, you said you said you'd have us an hour's worth of rambling here. We're we're twenty minutes, fifteen minutes in, whatever it is. Oh shit! I'm petering, I'm, out, I'm petering out already. Maybe my pain meds is kicking in way too good right now. Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, I'm feeling. I'm. I'm definitely feeling like I need to go to sleep right now. So, all right. So, before you do that, we're uh, we're on the road to Mississippi, which we've we've been on many times, and uh, we talked about uh, here are the other. I think it was, it was one of the last week's episodes when it actually aired, and we we talked about your um, your rant about Desoto Caverns, and which led us to talking about. Uh, the Vulcan signs over around Tuscumbia, and we talked about the game we played of, uh, you know, what's the worst thing Vulcan, <laughs> Vulcan has done to us. Well, another, uh, I guess you can call it a game of yours that we've always done, especially on the way to Mississippi, is where you like to award a shithole of month. Oh, yes. Um, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about the qualifications <laughs> of being the shithole of the month. The qualifications to being shithole of the month, you have to have garbage <laughs> strode out in your front yard and or an animal tied up to your house, it, preferably a goat or a cow. How many non-functioning vehicles is required? Um, so? At least two. Okay. At least two's good. Um, one with all the windows busted out and the tires flat is pretty good. Um, if you have a porch, you do. You are required to have a non-functioning appliance on said. Oh porch yes, as well, it's got to right? have either a washer dryer or a stove. Uh, refrigerator does not work. Does not work. Or hell, it could work. Maybe you got a couch yeah. and you sit out there and you drink beer. Who knows? But yeah, yeah the furniture on the porch is a plus. Um, I mean, just any anything constitutes it that looks shitty is constituted as a shithole. But you get like awards. Because, like. I mean, there's one place in particular <laughs> in between Albertville and Coleman that's always honorable mention. Oh, God. And then in between Coleman and Jasper, <laughs> I think I think it kind of gets the Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, a yeah. Of, like, that, a decade. That one gets the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, if I could give them an award, they would get a six-pack of Pat's Blue Ribbon and a, a case of Vienna Sausages. <laughs> and in a big ribbon that says shithole of the year and then maybe like a, a, a coupon or a, or a gift card to like rent a center or something oh so can, that you know, that's tremendous they would love that they would, they would love until, that you know until that until that war until, <laughs> until the that payment. ran out and then <laughs> they had to come repo it until the payment come due yeah. and then they gotta come get that shit and then you know if it's furniture <laughs> they would piss all over it and rip it up and <laughs> Set it out on the porch for them. Uh, shit, shit, infest it with roaches. Yeah, intentionally or not, that's happening. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's there's there's a there's a roach bomb gonna go off on that. And do you know they resell that shit when they do that? Uh, sadly, yes. I, I've known a few people that's worked for those places, and I know you have too. Uh, yeah, my my ex husband used to be the manager of one, so I got to hear all the horror stories of how they used to pick up people's couches and them absolutely and no joke pick it up and it dripping with piss dripping with piss okay like somebody sat there and pissed all over this couch so much that it just ran out of it when they picked it up like <laughs> do they do that out of spot because they know somebody's coming I, I to pick it so. up that's why i said that earlier about they piss on it before they come get it i think they do it's kind of Kind of the same with the tidal ponds where they fuck the car up before it's time to come get it. Well, hey, I know that firsthand well, from working yeah. at City Financial. We used to take uh, collateral on right. loans. And um, one time in particular, we had to go get a, a dude's car. And he pretty much told us on the phone, I'm going to fuck it up. And we were like, all right, it's just going to hurt you. Because if you fuck it up, guess what? They charge you for the damages and that adds on to what you currently owe. So you're going to get sued for double the money. Yeah, so yeah. it's not a very genius move to do that. But anyway, we go out to get this guy's car, and this asshole has took the battery out, cut the wires, cut the brake lines, busted all the windows, took the, a knife to the seats, and just fucking cut the stuff in like crazy. Yeah. I mean, this car is fucked, right? We had to get a tow truck to go get it. I mean, we were going to leave it and just have to just sue him. You know, just but for just... 
the, the purpose of it and the show that, hey, dude, you ain't fucking us. We went and got a tow truck and towed that shit out of his yard. It was like, ha, we're taking your stupid car. Fuck you. And you're still getting sued. Now, on the inverse of that, I mean, that's an instance where uh, they put some as collateral and they fucked it up for y'all. But now tell the story of where somebody put a, a pool oh. above, above ground pool as collateral. <laughs> yeah, we need to finance those things. Um, back when I first started working for City, it had it used to be First Family. And uh, it changed over from First Family to City Financial. And First Family used to finance above ground pools. We would do something called a, a UCC type loan on it. Um, which means that you take it back as collateral when they default on it. And I, I never understood the purpose of taking an above-ground pool back because basically when you break one down, it's useless. You damage it. you got to fix it. It costs more to, to get the parts to put it back up than it does to tear it down. Yeah. So, you know, we had this asshole that never would pay his bill. I mean, it was constant every month. He'd cuss us out. He was such a dick. And he had a good job, and he could pay it. He was just a principal of it. He just he thought, hey, I'm going to get a pool from y'all and fuck you. So, me and my co-worker, uh, Tim, at the time, Tim had a truck, and it had a winch on the front. So, Tim's like, today's the day. Fuck this dude. We're going to go get that bitch and pool. So, <laughs> we pull up at old dude's house. We knock on the door. He won't come to the door. He's clearly in the house. Okay, there sits the pool. It's full of water. Top to top, full of water. So Tim takes the, he says, uh, get out of the truck. So I get out of the truck, I stand there. He takes the winch, hooks it to the pool, and proceeds to tear the fucker down. Water floods the dude's yard. <laughs> I mean, floods it. And so, <laughs> as this is happening, the guy finally decides to come out of the house, and of course, He's cussing, you know, y'all are, I'm going to sue y'all for tearing up my yard, blah, 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 you know, this and that, and of course, I'm like, do what you want, it's our collateral, we're getting it, have a good day, and so, but Tim, the water's yours, so we're leaving it here. <laughs> yeah, the water's yours, so we're leaving that here, <laughs> um, so we, we, we pretty much picked up the pieces that were left of this pool and took it, we threw it in the back of Tim's truck and took it with us, just to make a point to this asshole, so... <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he called corporate. We had to fucking apologize. And, you know, I think they ended up writing his dad off because of how we handled it. But either way, it don't matter. We we, we freaking showed him. We wasn't taking it. <laughs> but that was, that's what, that was the good old days when you used to have to go do stuff like that. I didn't necessarily like having to go repo the stuff that we had. But sometimes you had to you had to go do it. And, and sadly, the days before uh, video cameras on cell phones were prominent, because I'm sure that would have been recorded and been oh, up on YouTube. Oh God, that so. that would have been our undoing. Uh, much like the time I went to somebody's house with my coworker and she pulled a gun out because uh, <laughs> they got smart with her. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's a it was a very different time back in the day when I was a loan officer. Uh, back in the early 2000s before you had so much privacy act and now you you know you gave debtors more rights than they deserve and it's just you know yeah so that I don't I don't I have a few more lovely stories about repo and stuff but and uh, different things to do with my job as a loan officer but I'll save that for another time okay well so, like I say, we've traveled to Mississippi many times for many different reasons, mostly to visit my family or go wrestle, um, or both. But so on, on all these travels, like uh, one one trip, uh, you got to see Elvis Presley's birthplace. I did. I got to see his shit house. Yeah, exactly. You saw where <laughs> where Elvis did his business yeah, back in the day. They literally have his outhouse, and they have it encased in a plexiglass so you can't like go in it or nothing. Yeah, you, can't you can't you can't shit, shit in it. Where Elvis shit, you, you, know. you can't shit where Elvis shit, but you can look at it anyway. Yeah. Um I got a picture of that somewhere. I gotta put those up on Facebook because I don't have any yeah, of those currently. Those are all on MySpace. They are and I've got to go get them off MySpace. I think they're still on there but um if I know my password to MySpace it's been like I can't access mine anymore I tried. It's been like ten years since I've been on there but anyway. Um 
where I was going with that is what what stands out in your mind as our most as the most memorable experience you've had in Mississippi in, in our travels. So, you know, was it that? I mean, you've got to go see old uh, old homes around Aberdeen. You got to go see different things. So, I don't know what what is your fondest or most interesting memory thus far of Mississippi. Oh, interesting, uh, most interesting moment of Mississippi. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I enjoy our trips to Mississippi because it's different. You know, I'm a, I'm a history nerd, so yeah, I do enjoy those old colonial uh, Civil War type mansions and houses, you know, that does, especially over around Columbus and different places like that. Um, I like taking pictures of all that. that. I don't know, something about the knowing that that was built in the 1800s and it's still there is just i don't know that's awesome to me i want to get you over during the pilgrimage time where they'll actually take you through a tour of the homes oh they, I'd, I'd love that they tell about them and they have uh, yeah that that would be that would be awesome to me um i wow that dude's getting pulled over <laughs> we've seen a lot of state troopers um driving today yeah, they're, out today. they're out and about today they're uh Throwing down, uh, we seen a UPS truck pulled over in Gunnersville on the way through, and uh, I don't know if that dude was trying to get a package or he was actually getting a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He he had him pulled over, and he looked like he meant business, but he could have just been wanting to jump on uh, whatever package he ordered off eBay or something. Hey, I would so do that. I would so use my power to get my stuff. I'd be like, "Sup? I'm like, you're you're getting a ticket today if you don't give me my package." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. Last week they were out heavy, but it's Fourth of July weekend. I don't know what the excuse is today. Ah, just, uh, uh, just because it's Saturday, I get think. Their quota early in the month so they can chill, I guess. Yeah, I that, I'm pretty sure they have a quota. I don't. Oh know. yeah, that's that's. I'm not, sure they do. That's not just rumor. That's that's a fact. That's legit. Yep. Oh. That's true. Well. But uh, Fish's Fireworks. That's an interesting name for fireworks. Yeah, I mean, anyway, see Big Daddy's. Oh, Corvette. Well, that's uh, nice. Uh, what? Of course, there's an old man driving it. Cause, there's always know, old people driving Corvettes. You can't afford Corvettes. a Corvette to your That's what Corvettes are for, is old men that have penis problems. Well, that's right. So old men can get blown <laughs> by young women. Exactly. So somebody can go, oh, you got a car, you got money. I'll blow you, old man. Yes, these women act like they're so high and mighty and men are the scum, but they're the ones blowing uh, because of what kind of car he drives. Shit, women are just That's as classy. bad as men. I'll, I'll, I'll vouch that and I'll admit it. Uh, yeah. you look, I love cars as much as the next hooch, but, you know, I mean, I, I have never blew anybody for a car. I have never dated anybody because they I had a nice for, car. I can vouch for that. <laughs> uh, certainly not. Either that or your standards of cars are low because I haven't had a fancy car since I've known you, so. Oh, well, that's true. Well, not that I wouldn't love you because you don't have a fancy car. I mean, I still love you. Well, honestly, thing, that's what I'm saying. I had a Chrysler Pacifica when I met you. You did. So, I mean, I'm sure you weren't like, oh, my God, I got to get a ride Ooh, that's now. hot. Take me in your minivan. It was not a minivan. It's a crossover. Oh, excuse me. Your crossover. Five years later. Your crossover. It's still a minivan. No, it's not. Did it have a sliding door? No, it doesn't, which means it's not a minivan. (laughs) You just made my case for me. Thank you. Oh, it had four doors. Okay, excuse me. It was a crossover. It was a crossover. It was. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, I guys I, in pajama pants sawing down limbs. I've never. Hey, seen it's it's Walker County. There's all kinds of stuff in Walker County. You'll see, and that's normal. People in pajama pants every day of their lives. They I don't think they own regular clothes in Walker County. So mm. that's just. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 sky gets a little darker. The world gets a little gloomier the minute you pull into Walker County. It does. I don't. I don't know what that is. Like every time we've ever been to Walker County, I do not know any time that the sun has shined in Walker County. It's like as soon as you cross the line into Walker County, it's like up oh, the sun's got to go away. It looks like something out of a fucking horror movie. They should like, film all horror movies in Walker County. Yeah, it's just got that eerie, creepy look all the time. And, and I'm sure the people around Walker County look that way, too. They're probably, like, all kin to each other. I oh. think we should film one. Like, I think we should film a horror movie. And, like, it don't even have to have a monster in it. Just call it Walker County. Just call it Walker County. And just County. go around filming how shitty this place is. Yeah, people will just be horrified by that alone. Just the sheer misery of people. We went. We, we, I mean, it is the most depressing. We decided to go to a thrift store in uh, Jasper one time. And that was the biggest... Uh, 
just collection of misfits and weirdos you've ever seen. It was, and everything was dirty. 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 Filthy. I mean, like dirty. Like you have to buy it and take it home and wash it, which I would wash it anyway. I think I bought. Didn't I buy Mr. Hammy? Yeah, off Toy he Story? was dingy as shit. Like you a know, Professor Ham. You hear the yeah, yeah. You hear the phrase "happy as a pig" and shit. Well, this pig looks like shit. But he was so cute. I washed him and he came out clean. Yeah. I got him for twenty five cents. So there, that's why I like Pokemon too, because I'm a big kid. I can't help it. I, hey, and there's nothing wrong with being a kid. You know, gotta, no, I mean, gotta have things you like. So, yeah. and why not be happy? What what is age doesn't have a happy limit. So I'll probably think it's retarded. If he doesn't have an age limit, instead of age doesn't have a happy limit. But that's just me. I hey, know. I don't know. I, I can't form sentences too good when I'm, you know, slightly slurring my words. Yeah, so where so. are we at on time on this thing here? Let's see. I guess it did, though. I may be a little cracked out, and I may not can figure out what a proper bumper sticker would be, whether happiness comes with age or age has a happy limit or whatever. But I did find an interesting fact out about what I'm taking since I'm on this kidney stone thing. Uh, I take, I'm taking tramadol which is a, like Ultram, I guess, which is considered like a muscle relaxer. I had no idea that thing's an opiate. Like. Yeah, it's not a muscle relaxer at all. It's, it's a pain pill. It's a pain pill. Oh. Opiate pain pill. That's, that's why I don't feel anything in my back at all. Like, I just feel this like pressure sensation kind of. I know it's there, but like it's not hurting, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I'm a, it's the mark of a good pain pill. Uh, you don't feel. Pain. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a, cra a total crackhead now. So I don't, I don't. It's a weird new feeling to me because I, I don't like p pills at all. Like I'm a very lightweight. I take one Tylenol and I'm like out. So yeah, like one of these is like, uh, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I take two or three of them and. My, my pain subsides a little bit, but I'm wired and cannot sleep at all. Like, they they keep me from sleeping, and they make me itch, so I guess I have a mild allergic reaction to them. But they do, they do help with pain when you have broken ribs, um, kidney stones, and things of that nature. They are, they are handy for that, but they do not help me sleep at all. Yeah, they do not help my thought process worth a shit. I know that. Uh, we're still on the road to Mississippi see a lot of unusual things as we come through these little backwards counties as we come through them. Uh, I have a rant that I usually do. I'm sure the listeners heard it on the last podcast about the Soto Caverns. Uh, I have one I do when we pass the Glen Allen exit too. Uh, for those that don't know, Glen Allen is a city. Well, I don't know if it's a city necessarily. It's well, I don't guess it could be a community. I think it's a community at best because you just pretty much drive in and drive out of it. Yeah. But, um, Next to Natural Bridge. Natural uh, Bridge, Alabama. And I guess people don't know. There's people that don't know what a natural bridge is. Did you know that? There, yeah. For, for the sake of the listeners who don't know what a natural bridge is or this particular natural bridge, please enlighten them on what that is. A natural bridge is a free-forming formation of a bridge, rock, landmass, dirt, grass, vines, etc., that is formed over an area that you can walk across as a bridge. Um, natural Bridge is named Natural Bridge because it has one of the biggest natural bridges in Alabama. And it's it's huge. We, we actually went the one time and looked and I didn't want to walk out to it because it was too far and I wouldn't have walked out on it because that's kind of scary to me to think that just dirt's under you and that's going to hold you up. But anyway. Um, that's that's why it's called natural bridge because it has a natural bridge but anyway there glen allen is right next to natural bridge and every time we pass a glen allen sign i always say fuck you glen allen and there's no backstory to it i don't really know why i hate glen allen so much it kind of reminds me of somebody that their mom probably yelled at them when they were a kid glen allen get your ass in here you know so like i kind of feel bad for glen allen but then again i hate glen allen like he's annoying and so it just the name Glen Allen annoys me. I just so. assumed that Glen Allen had maybe took you out on a date, didn't call, or something like that for the longest. Yeah, because I, I kind of have no, that tone to my voice. Yeah, like I know Glen Allen from personal experience, very but bitter feelings there. It is very bitter. It's fuck you, Glen Allen. Every time we go through Glen Allen, 
I don't know. Maybe I have road tourettes. I, seem, I seem to yield that at many different places. So I, it's possible I have Tourette's. I, I might need to get checked for that. I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're still on the road. It's it's. Uh, how long is this trip? It's about what a three three hour trip. Three and a half. Three and a half. Um, so we we. Or if you stop two or three times. Yeah, if you stop three or four times, like somebody like me that has yeah, if a, you're kidney, kidney stone, a kidney stone, who's drinking literally gallons, gallons of water. Of water um, it turns into a four-hour trip, but yeah. that's just what you have to do when you got a kidney stone. You know? Yeah. We'll be uh, coming up on a, a town called Sulligent, uh, Hamilton, uh, some of those backwards places. Uh, the place called Brilliant, Alabama, and uh, it ain't so fucking brilliant, uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably got a, uh, a population of maybe a thousand people there. Yeah, and none of them's geniuses, so I don't see why they called it brilliant because there's nothing brilliant about it. None of the people are brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, so. brilliant Alabama. I lived there for about three months at one time in my life, and um, I think I moved just so I didn't have to tell people I lived in brilliant Alabama. It would have pained me to write that on address labels and such. Wow, it would pain me even more to write Glen Allen on stuff because I would yeah. like yell "fuck you" at it every time I did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Never move. I, I promise you, I'll never move you to Glen Allen just so you don't have to suffer through that. Thank injustice. you. I don't want to have to tell people I'm from Glen Allen. That would be horrifying to me. So, um, I guess something may be interesting you can talk about a little bit now while you're uh, while you're all peeled out on your uh, pain meds. Um, you've been on a big kick lately where you've been going and maybe you can even tell about the the app or whatever the hell that is that you gotten that's allowed you to do a lot of this but you've been going on every day and finding a lot of new music downloading a lot of whole albums of different people and uh, you've discovered some some new music here lately and I know sometimes on the show you know you, you talk about uh, albums you've recently listened to or albums you're highly fond of have you got any new re new music recommendations for the listeners based off your recent uh, downloading of music well hell yeah I got that new Apple uh, Unlimited on my phone because I got a sweet Apple phone. I was hating Apple like severely until I got that app, but I love it now. It's $9 a month. You get the first three months free. You can literally download everything in the Apple library. If it's an, an album, a single, anything that is put out on the Apple library, it is yours. You can download it. You can uh, listen to it online, streaming, or you can listen to it offline. Uh, you download it to your phone it does take up a pretty good bit of hard drive memory uh but i mean i've got literally like 57 albums now that i've downloaded since i've had it and um a few of those i've, I've got a little turn back on to the um outlaw country sound and scene um i don't like to proclaim that i'm a huge country lover i usually say fuck country when somebody asks me because today's standard of country is not what i consider good country I, I do listen to some of it i i know a lot of people's gonna hate on me when i say this but I, I do like sam hunt i like luke bryan i like jason aldean uh some of their songs not all their songs i i have to admit that they are on a popish uh more what i would consider teenager type sound level um i'm i grew up with uh you know the waylon jennings and the hank juniors and the hanks and all that and I do enjoy my my southern my southern rock um, outlaw country sounds and I discovered um, Cody Jinx has a he's got a new album coming out in August which I, I'm looking forward to it I think it's awesome but I downloaded the CD Adobe Sessions and that all in all every song on it is a good song and it has a similar sound to that of Chris Young um, which Chris Young sounds like some old school guy we can't really place. I don't. Can't. A little bit of Mark Chestnut. Man. Yeah, a little, little bit of Mark Chestnut, I guess, uh, sound. But I just like I like the, the the tone of the music. It's very um, I don't know, like Southern kind of country rock. Yeah. And then also I've been listening to Whitey Morgan. Um, he sounds a lot like Waylon Jennings to me. Has a very distinct guitar riff. Um, I, I like his his stuff. I've downloaded two or three of his albums. Uh, one that I found that I am thoroughly enjoying right now is the Texas Hippie Coalition. Um, anybody that's a Black Label Society fan, 
uh, corrosion of conformity fan, uh, maybe even like a little bit of Pantera and down. It's like all that mixed, man. It's I mean Texas Hippie Coalition. I I, I love I'm digging them so much right now. Um, not that I would really fit in with uh, I guess their fan base if I went to see them live. Uh, and I know that they'll probably be coming to Iron City sometime and they're touring. Uh, that will probably not be uh, one I'll go see live, but I'll be more than happy to download all their CDs. Um, I do have VIP tickets for Cody Jinks and Whitey Morgan coming up in September at Iron City, and I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty excited about that. You know, I'm gonna look forward to meeting up with some friends, uh, checking that out, drinking a beer or two. You know, just kind of have a good time, and and I I think that'll be that'll be nice. I know that's not your scene. You don't really dig the concerts and the no. people and the atmosphere. People yeah, people do ruin everything, but there's sometimes you just want to kind of unite with people of the same mindset and general likes that you like and just have a beer and enjoy it. You know, I know that's not your thing. I, I'm more I'm more little redneck country than you in, in a lot of degrees because I, I grew up a, a lot in the city and I grew up a lot in the country. Um, enjoyed the country a little greater than I did the city, but and I guess that just kind of stuck with me. You said you're a fan of uh, Sam Hunt, right? Yes. Do you like his brother Mike? Mike? Mike Hunt. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got him! You're such... Yeah, you're special. Anyway. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I could have pulled that one off when you weren't peeled up. You probably couldn't have pulled that off when I'm peeled up. You might want to try your infamous... Um, Going up to the McDonald's drive-thru and trying to get me to yell to go. Yeah, I can uh, let you drive. That's the only problem. But. Yeah, so that 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 won't happen. <coughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Gene, Gene is always trying to get me to say stuff when we're at the the drive-thru speaker that normally you wouldn't say when you you're in the drive-thru getting to go food. Like, why are you gonna tell them it's to go? Like they don't know that. So, <laughs> so she'll say, "What do you want?" And I'll say, "I want a fish sandwich, a large coke to go." Normally, she just repeats back what I say, uh, but so far, I haven't been successful in getting her to say to go, but one of these days when she's not paying attention or she's got half a pain pill in her, she's going to say to go, and it's going to be a tremendous victory. Almost as big a victory as it was moments ago when I got her to say my cunt on Jackson Reaction <laughs> Podcast, and now it's forever recorded, so that's tremendous. Sorry that I'm so uh, uh, immature that I find that hilarious, but I do. Yeah, immaturity. Wow. <laughs> but um no seriously i mean I, I do have a lot of albums i'm i'm listening to i'm listening to a lot of different music um little alternative type stuff i've i've been digging lately um the what was the one i would let you listen to the other day and i think you kind of liked it um uh, uh what was this name? uh you know i might have to look it up uh, Stur Sturgill Sturgill Simpson, Sturgill Simpson, yeah, Sturgill Simpson. Um, I'd like to thank uh, our good buddy Smooth for recommending that one to me. I, I do like, I like his sound. He's like a little Randy Travis's kind of in a way. Um, I don't know, kind of little Neil Youngish with his with his sound. Now he's the one that did the uh, cover of Nirvana, right? Yeah, he did the cover. I would highly recommend you listen to that. It's a very interesting take on that song, and uh, I liked it. it was yeah, he did a, did a cover of Nirvana's In Bloom, yeah. which is very different. Um, it puts a little different spin on it. Um, I like it. I really do like yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. But, there, I mean, we actually listened to the new Chili Peppers album yes. yesterday too. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed that people like that, like growing up, you know, I, I was, I don't know how old when Under the Bridge came out. I know I was in junior high at least. Um, yeah, because I want to say that was uh, 90, was that 92? 90, 92 or 93, I think. And, like, when they came out, like, they were hot on the scene. They had that, uh, what, Sex, Sex Fire Magic? Blood or, Sugar Sex Blood, Magic. Blood Sugar Sex Magic album. And I think I wore it out, uh, as did everybody. I mean, everybody had that album. Yeah. But... The new album is a little different. I can tell they're trying to conform to today's alternative sound, which is not typical Chili Peppers. But I mean, I do like most everything they do, so I, I do. I kind of dig it. I, I would give overall the new Chili Peppers album 
probably three stars out of five. Yeah, I'd have to hear it again. Like I said yesterday uh, to you off the show, but um, it was one of those albums, at least on the first uh, time through, nothing stood out to me as being extraordinarily good, but nothing stood out to me being bad either. It was just kind of like one of those... I think it's going to be one of those you just throw on and just have it playing, but it's not like, i got to hear that song. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's pretty good all the way through. Like, there was nothing where I was like, ugh, change this shit. And that happens to me a lot lately, so. Yeah. Where I, I want, where I'm just like, I can't tolerate this, fucking change it, you know. <laughs> that's all. If I can say I can play it all the way through without skipping ahead, then that, that's my seal of approval pretty much. Yeah, so like I said, out of five stars, I give it a three. Yeah. Uh, maybe three. Just, just because you can continuously listen to it and, you yeah, know, so it's you background know, though, noise. Uh, Anthony Kiedis sounded like he was going for a Boy George sound in one song, but it still uh, uh, yeah. wasn't a bad song. Yeah, it I did. I, interesting. Uh, I did hear a little Boy George in there. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. Um, another one that I discovered um, who's everybody, I think people, most people know him as the front man of Stained. Uh, it's Aaron Lewis. Yeah. He's um, kind of went away from Stained. I think I think they're still together as far as that goes. But he's kind of went off on his own doing this country thing. And he's he's a little outlawish country with his sound. I would uh, highly recommend if you haven't heard Mr. Lewis's uh, new new stuff with his country. I would uh, greatly check that out because I think you would enjoy it. Um, he has uh, two albums out right now. He's got a new single called "This uh, That Ain't Country." That's real good. Uh, the Road CD is really good. Um, has a lot of good songs on there, bonus tracks, and he, he just—I mean—you can hear the sound. Um, you can tell it's him by his voice because he's got that distinct voice. But with the country sound, it's it's different. I like it. I so like it, but. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my stuff for my my music right now. Anything else you'd like to add to that? Um, no, I haven't been real adventurous in my music taste as of late. Like, I pretty much listen to whatever crap's on my phone and then whatever they play on 105.9 at work, which is the rock station, um, which, as you are well aware of, because you've had to turn away from it, they've got about 12 songs they play throughout the day uh, incessantly, and that's all you're getting. You know, you get uh, what it do when the power's out or whatever, and, uh, and uh, what else? What else are they playing these days? Uh, any top 40 yeah, rock song that's out. the latest uh, uh, Miles, uh, what's his name? Kennedy. Miles Kennedy song is. They, they usually stay up to date on those, but anyway, I, I don't, I, I don't do Apple anything. I don't, so I don't get on iTunes and look for new music. Basically, if I hear a song on the radio and I like it, I'll go Google it and illegally download it to my phone. Uh, but that's about it. I figure you buy enough music to justify that first both. I so. do, because I, I mean, I've being a, a person with an iPod, I've I literally buy probably one CD a paycheck or two, depending on you know if they're on sale. And I mean, I'm paying five dollars at cheapest for a CD when I can download it, listen to it as long as I want. Now granted, when I get decide one day, hey, I don't like Apple Unlimited anymore and I unsubscribe to it and uninstall the app, I lose all my music. But I don't know, typically when I find an album I really, really like, I'll go buy it. Yeah. Most of the time it's albums I just want to kind of listen to for a while and then just like this outlaw country kick I'm on right now. Um, six months I'll be back you know listening to my classic rock my Zeppelin and yeah, different yeah. things like that I mean that those are the ones I have the CDs of and um, you've also and I was waiting for this to get mentioned and unless I doze off or something um, you're very high on this fucking well, Yellow Wolf album that oh, came out yeah yeah I do like the new Yellow Wolf uh, love story I, I dig it quite a bit I mean I typically wasn't a fan of his music in the beginning like trunk music and stuff um he is he is from my hometown of gadston so gotta represent but um this new album it kind of lets him explore a little bit more of what his voice can do it's not just a, a mix of kid rock and eminem you know type of rap and it's his, you know, his natural voice coming through on a lot of songs, and I think he has a, a really nice voice, and a lot the music goes very nicely with it. So, 
you know, if you're into the hip-hop thing or maybe the new alternative, what I consider alternative rap, um, Yellow Wolf would be one you want to check out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We listened there yesterday. I can, I can take it or leave it, but that's just me. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it either. I mean, it would just be one of those things where it's on, I'll listen to it, but I won't ever seek it out and be like, oh, God, i got to hear that. But, you know, my music tastes are weird. You know, I used to like... Uh, gangster rap in the 90s. I haven't really liked anything rap related in the last 15 years probably. And uh, Yellow Wolf, I think Let's Roll is like the only song of his I liked. Other than that, you can pretty much keep the rest of it. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going through this thing where I'm trying to expand my, my taste a little bit. Kind of, uh, you, you know, that. I you, do you, that. You go through kicks where you like a certain kind of music for a little while, then you kind of get over it, and then you go back to it. And I'm like that to some degree. I just don't get, mine's more specific to certain songs. Like, I don't get enamored with a whole genre and listen to a bunch of different types. You know, I'll just, I got a few songs I like, and I'll play the hell out of them for a while until I kind of grow tired of them, and then I move on to something else. But I don't, like I say, I don't really have anywhere to go and just download a bunch of stuff because, like, again, I'm not an Apple guy. Well, I'm not an iTunes guy unless you're subscribing to the Jackson Reaction Podcast on iTunes, which you can do, and it'll come to you every week, and I highly recommend it, but other than that, eh, not well, so much. Well, look, let me suggest this to you, since you're an Android guy. Um, you know, I was an Android person for several, several years. Yeah, and then you crossed over to the dark crossed side. Crossed over to the dark, dark side. I got the iPhone. Um, you can actually download Google Play, which is the same thing, essentially, as... Apple Unlimited. It costs nine dollars a month. You pretty much down. I, I did that for a while. Yeah, you can. I'm just, um, I'm just a cheap motherfucker. Like, well, <laughs> like, you know, we'll go spend twenty and thirty dollars a night on a meal, like it's nothing. And I'll go online and buy something wrestling related. But like, as far as music goes, uh, I just, I don't spend money like that on music. You're just, just you're just music's not a, as big in your life as it is mine. I, no. I, I, I gotta have music. I, I work to music. I do much better. I'm more functional with music. I can relate to music. I don't know. It's just it's something I've I've always loved as even as a kid. I just my mother, you know, introduced me to um, the turntable and the eight tracks early. You know, I had to listen to the the Fleetwood Mac and the Jimi Hendrix and the you know the Mamas and the Papas and all this stuff when I was a kid. And I hated it then, but I kind of love it now, um, which is odd. You know? Well, it's because you don't love it now. You love. I love the, the nostalgia of the, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The memories it brings and things of that nature. I'm like that about a lot of things. Like, but I do when, have to admit, though, when I was a kid listening to like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin, ACDC, and things of that sort growing up, you know, as a young child, it did broaden my taste in music quite a bit. Yeah. But I mean, I bitched incessantly as a kid about my parents listening to nothing but country, which that time would have been old old school country um and i didn't think they were even aware that other types of music existed outside of that genre but now i'm a fan of it and i go back and listen to it and i'm aware that it's not because i'm just a huge fan of that music it's just it reminds me of my childhood and it's nostalgic but that's uh, everybody's like that to some degree i was i would say yeah, I'd say everybody is. But I, mean, I like music just not as deeply as you do. And I mean, most of the time in the car, drive, when I'm driving to work by myself, I'm either listening to podcasts or stand-up comedy and things like that more than I do music. So that's just where we differ. One of the yeah. few, few places where we differ. Yeah. That and, and Pokemon Go, other than that, we're pretty <laughs> much the same person. Yeah, other, and other than my con love for comic books and, and horror movies. Oh, yeah, and, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We, we differ in many <laughs> We ways. differ in many ways, but we um, get along really good. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. You're taller to my, my stuff, and I'm taller to your stuff, and I'll put yours down, and you don't put mine down. And, yep. Um, you know, unlike other people we've known in the past, that That's call the shit, the shit we didn't have in common, call it stupid, and this and that. And yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think here's where I'm going to find my rant at. Um, <laughs> I think you knew that by going that way. No. Uh, yeah, you did. You did. But, no, people that don't get along in a marriage or a relationship, they don't get along because of their own problems and their own selfishness. That's why they don't get along. Yeah. You know, you take two people, and, okay, you like each other, and, yeah, you're in love. Maybe you do love them. But if you bitch about the things that they love, that does nothing but make them hate you. 
I just I hate to it's tell you that it's disrespectful. It's a disregard, it's yes. a disregard for your feelings. It's a disrespectful uh, disregard for your thoughts. I mean, why be like that? You know, I mean, yeah, there's things that you like that I might not necessarily like, and there's things that I do that you don't like. But you don't bitch at me for them, and you don't tell me I'm stupid because I like them, and you don't make me feel like shit because I like it and I enjoy it. Just like. You know, I mean, I hate to go back to uh, past relationships because I don't like to bring up the dead, as I call it. But, um, you know, I was married to an insensitive asshole for 10 years. And things I liked, I got told I was stupid. I got told that I was ignorant and that I, I didn't know what good things were. And because I didn't enjoy his form of music or movies or anything else, that I was just a stupid, ignorant woman. And uh, it made me feel like shit for many years, you know? It did hurt my self-esteem. It made me feel like uh, just, well, maybe I am stupid, you know? But I, I realized after, you know, years of being in that and, you know, being as smart as I am, I realized, you know what? I'm not the stupid one you are because all you're doing is pushing me to the side. And eventually it did. It pushed me enough that I threw divorce papers at him. So, and, and in a lot of relationships with people, I see that that's a problem. You know, you might have a, a husband or a boyfriend that likes, let's say, NASCAR. Hey, ladies, I'm not taller than NASCAR either, but I've been to a many NASCAR races. I've watched it on TV. I even kind of grown to like it just a little back in the Dale Earnhardt days. Um, I didn't so much that I wore the jackets or, you know, I was painting a three on my car or nothing like that. But... I knew that was something that he liked, and that's something that I did because he liked it. And now, granted, me and you share wrestling, which we both like wrestling. I know a lot of people think that Gene's forced that upon me, but that's not true. I liked wrestling before me and him met. I actually grew up <laughs> watching wrestling uh, all my life since I was a little kid. Uh, my uncle promoted a lot of the wrestling around Gadsden in some of the South, so. It's like we had it in our family, and I mean, it was just something, you know, that I grew up in. So I, I still love it and have a love for it. That's why we get along so good with that, you know? Yeah. Comedy, you know, we and go to the comedy shows and meet these people together because we both enjoy that. Exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't tolerate Jim Jeffries or Jim Norton or Dave Attell. I love Jim Jeffries, Jim Norton, and Dave Attell. Um... I'm ex as excited to meet people like wrestler-wise and comic-wise just the same as you. Um, that's something we share together, um, common ground that we have. And, I mean, even if it was something that you didn't, like I didn't like, like maybe I wasn't a Jim Norton fan. I thought he was disgusting. Well, vulgar, for instance, like you weren't a whatever. big Tom Green fan. Well, yeah, I mean, know. I wasn't a Tom Green fan, but I did enjoy going and meeting him and, you know, watching the show. I mean, it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. And I think you probably came away liking him better I afterwards than you went in because he was cool to meet and, and, you know, we got to participate in the show and different things. And uh, I was a fan of him just because of the show. I was not a fan of his stand-up comedy, what little I had seen. Uh, but I even came away with a greater respect for his, you know, stand-up ability because it, it was a funny show. It was, it was good. But, yeah. You know. Well, uh, and like I said, I, I just think that's a, a lot of times that's where relationships go south is because you have one person that truly believes their way and their thoughts and their feelings is the right way and that if you don't believe that, then, you know, it's no good. Or they give you hell for it. And we don't force it upon the other one. Like, for instance, like, you're a big fan of Doctor Who. I'm not a fan of Doctor Who. I don't belittle you or demean you for you liking Doctor Who, but you don't force it upon me. You're like, you know... I like it, you don't, so you watch it when you watch it, and I don't give you any grief for it, and it's fine. Yeah. You know, where other people are like, well, you go sit here and watch this with me, even though you don't like it. Well, just like, and, okay, you know, sex. And that's when it becomes a problem. Sex you know? in the City, for instance. I have every Sex in the City on DVD. I've watched them numerous times. I've watched all the movies. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, I don't make you watch that. You know, I don't, I mean, yeah, there's been times that you've sat and watched it with me, but I didn't make you do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, just like we like The Sopranos, that's something we share together. I wouldn't know. And Dexter, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Dexter when it first came out, and I wasn't a huge fan of The Sopranos when it first came out. Yeah. 
but over time of me and you watching them together I've grown to like them a lot yeah. um, I mean I just I think that uh, relationships are, are give and take and also sharing you know sharing it's like you have this this person that you spend 98% of your time with why wouldn't you want to share things with them and why wouldn't you want to experience things that they like that make them happy as well as them experience things you like that make you happy it makes the relationship go so much better yeah instead of you trying to make as many of those experiences as miserable as possible so that they don't want to share anything with you and want to find ways yeah, to get away from you because like okay there may be times where yeah you know we went to a lot of wrestling conventions and things but gene will always ask me are you sure you want to go to this wrestling convention? We could go to the beach. We could go to Gatlinburg. We could go, you know, wherever you want to go. Let's go somewhere you want to go, you know? And yeah. and I think that's truly very considerate of you. I mean, there's not a lot of men that do that with their woman. They usually say, hey, we're going so-and-so, and that's what we're going to do. Or vice versa, there's men that give up what they want to do to go sit on the beach rather than go to this wrestling convention or they as we see when we go to a lot of wrestling conventions they go by themselves. <clears throat> yeah yeah and i i just i don't know i find that very sad that that's something that your your spouse couldn't share with you because they just didn't want to didn't, didn't even want to try it i mean you know I, I know when we go to wrestling conventions i get a lot of we'll get a lot of looks and sometimes even people will come ask do you like wrestling as much as him and I'm like, yeah, and they're always amazed when they f they find that out that we're a couple, and we we do couples pictures, yeah. you know, that we're a couple that likes to come and, and do that together. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I consider myself very lucky, you know, to, to be with someone who does share so many of the common interests, and we're able to go and do all these things together and enjoy it, um, but yet still have our few things that we enjoy separately and we can do that and it's not a problem you know i you, you know i don't get upset with you and you don't get upset with me when there's things that you know we want to do that one doesn't necessarily enjoy as much as the other but uh you know we're just like i say we're lucky but at the same time it's not all luck it's we're smart enough to make that work and then not and, and know and appreciate it and if we hadn't both been through 10 you know shitty 10 year marriages on the before that, maybe we wouldn't be smart enough to appreciate that and, and do like we do. But, well, you know. that's the thing, too, is when you're young and you get married young, um, people will tell you, oh, you shouldn't get married young. You shouldn't so-and-so. You know, uh, before I would have said, fuck those people. They don't know what they're talking about. But you know what? They are right. You really should not get married young. And you should not marry the first person you date um, or the first person you get serious with in high school or college or whatever. Um, there's a there's a life out there and there's people that you can be happy with there's no need to be miserable in a relationship um, that doesn't suit anybody to be miserable no. and I mean there's if you know I mean all, all the roads up to now wouldn't have led me to you had I not done them I had to do through trial and error so I don't look at it as all of a, a bad experience but in the same thing I wish somebody would have sat me down and said you know, Rosie, if this guy doesn't, you know, respect you enough to, to care what your thoughts are and your feelings are, then maybe it's not a good choice to marry this guy because in the end, you're going to divorce him because you're going to hate him. Yep. And it, that's inevitably what happened. But, you know, I, I divorced at 30. I married at 20. Um, 20 is not extremely young age to get married, but it it, it is because I still could I could have went to college I had a four-year paid-for scholarship I let go to marry him I could have I could have went to college I could have been that mad scientist nerd I always wanted to be uh, there's no telling where I would have been had I not, I not got married at 20 maybe if I'd have waited till 22 I could have seen what he was and then just avoided that whole terrible situation um, but just sometimes people, you think you're compatible with them, and maybe you think, hey, opposites attract, or I like bad boys, or whatever the case may be. Um, sometimes they're just not what they're, they're all made out to be. They're turning right there. 
But, All right, so on that note, I think we're going to take it home. For the non-wrestling fans, it means we're going to wrap it up and end it. So, uh... Give it the three count. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna give it the old three count. So, make sure that you uh, check out LocalsToLegends.com. That's where you can find uh, not only this podcast, you can find Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio. You can find links to my Cheap Heat TV YouTube channel with all sorts of wrestling goodness on there. Uh, also, you know, this is JacksonReactionPodcast.com. Please share that around on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you do social media. Uh, and as I, mentioned, as I mentioned before, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. It'll come to you each and every week, right to your iTunes. You don't have to go look and find it and download. You can find us on StitcherRadio.com. You can find us at Google music.com we're out there so please share us spread the word keep checking us out week after week here on the jackson reaction podcast and as always if there's anything any questions you have any comments concerns please send them to the real rosie j at twitter or you can email them to me at gene jackson 95 at gmail.com and quickly before we go I want to remind everybody, Twin States Wrestling is going to be having a huge benefit show at the Pro South Arena in Piedmont on September 10th. That's a Saturday night, 7 p.m. Tickets are available. This is a benefit for Team Ted. That's my friend Ted Gilmer, who has a lot of medical expenses uh, that he and his family are are trying to pay for and get by uh, with all of his uh, chemotherapy that he's been going through. So we're trying to raise him some money. So we're going to have a great show for a great cause. So please, everybody, go to facebook.com slash Twin States Wrestling for more information on this event coming up September the 10th in Piedmont, Alabama, Twin States Wrestling's Grand Slam. Well, you know, just because these young men have little education and live in squalor doesn't entitle them to commit antisocial behavior and get away with it. There's two things motherfuckers got to know about Jada the ROC, straight up, you know what I'm saying? First of all, I spin more rhymes than a lazy Susan, and I'm innocent until my guilt is proven. Peace. Represents Sunnyvale. Straight the fuck up. Just like me, I the just, the just, the just.